morning, good day, good evening. It's Friday, September 1st, 2023. Season 1, episode 100. Just let that soak in a little bit more today. Um... This theme music that'll open the show is not going to exist anymore. Um, It might come up in other ways, but uh, it will not be the show show opener anymore. Um, By the way, season one, episode 100 is an interesting thing. Um, Two things. Uh, I have to, in in a piece of software where I load my episodes, um, you, you have to number them. And it tells you what the last episode is, and then you number the next one, the next one. Um, this will be episode 100 from that perspective. Um, I got an email yesterday from this company. Congratulations on, uh, episode 100. And I'm like, well, I've only done 99. You know that because you make me number them, but there is a secret episode, um, that I have up on the company's called Buzzsprout. Um, and it is exclusively there. Um, I did it as a test. I knew, uh, I'd actually done this podcast a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, uh, on another podcast that I had called Totally Hyped. And um, I I put it up here just to kind of get things rolling and to put some content up. And um, I am going to, <clears throat> excuse me, make that available on all podcast platforms later today. Uh, so there will actually be 101 episodes uh, for um, for your listening enjoyment. And by the way, there's also one episode that no one ever listened. No, it, it just, it was in the regular mix of things, but it was so early on. And I don't know if my headline sucked or <laughs> I don't know why, but no one ever listened to it. So I'm not going to even talk about it. I'm going to just leave it there and hopefully someday I'll, it'll become the most popular podcast episode. So um, I'm not doing a ton special today. I'll talk a little bit about season two, um, but I was thinking about all kinds of crazy things I could do. And I was gearing up to do them today. And I thought, you know, these are actually better for what I've got planned for season two. So I get to go into season two with a bunch of content um, and a bunch of ideas that, um, you know, I've already had. I don't have to like rethink them. And this is already what this is. And so I thought, well, just keep season one, season one and keep it like that. And then season two will you know, come out of the gates a little bit um, stronger or at least without me having to scramble to find everything every day and whatever. Um, I will tell you this. I did make a decision to not start season two next week. I'm going to start it on September 11th. It's Monday. Um, The reason being is it's just such a short week next week. Um, I've got plans that uh, will kind of destroy my weekend next weekend. So um, I am going to um, just push that off until Monday, September 11th. Um, but again, hopefully it'll be that much better, uh, trying to actually be cool in season two. So that'll be interesting. So it's out of my, (laughs) my normal range. Uh, so, uh, but I got some really, I don't know, I'm pretty excited about some of the production things I got going on and I'm, uh, excited about the kind of the format of season two. So we'll talk about that in a little bit, but right now let's do the joke of the day after I clear my throat. <clears throat> this is another uh, joke by my head joke writer, Dennis. Uh, this one, 
he sent me a flurry of them the other day at, I don't know, just sometime in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, this is when I asked him who, what his resource was. And uh, I vowed not to look at his resource because I just, I love that he sends them to me. Because when I get a joke, like somebody sends me a joke, that's when it's at its funniest. And I love that. Researching and going and finding jokes isn't nearly as funny. Um, so I love it when he does it. So uh, this, again, uh, the last joke of season one, episode 100 from Dennis. What do you call a teacher who won't fart in class? A private tutor. <laughs> Still funny. Uh, and I got two left in the bank from him uh, for season two. So I'll be doing jokes and quotes and stuff like that uh, in season two. Might not be daily, but it will be very frequent. Um and it'll definitely be a feature. Uh, but uh, I, by the way, I have a couple of teachers that I know listen. And uh, I don't know if they'll think that's funny. <laughs> I think they will. If you've ever partied with teachers, holy mackerel, that's the group to party with. They're insane. And I think I would be too if I, if I had to deal with kids every day, all day, a classroom full of them. And then I had some time to, yeah, I'd probably be letting some steam out too, I think. Uh, but anyway, uh, to all the teachers, thanks. I'm grateful for you as I'm grateful for other things. Uh, today I'm grateful for crushing it. Have you ever had one of those days where you're just freaking on fire and you just, you have all these things. I, in fact, I've had just a bunch of little tiny things that have been just, they've been sitting there for months that they're, either too much of a pain in the butt and they're not super impactful or they're, um, they're, they're just not that impactful. And so they just get back burnered, right? And so yesterday I was able to just blow through a bunch of those and I got all my other work done. I feel like I'm ahead on most of my work. Um, and so yesterday I was just, man, on fire. In fact, how many times have you heard this? I think I'm going to take this afternoon off. <laughs> <laughs> now, I normally don't actually end up doing that, um, but I am. we're heading into a three-day weekend, and if I could take an extra half day, that would be phenomenal. So we'll see if that actually works out or not. I'll let you know on September 11th. But um, And it's a little weird coming back on September 11th. You know, um, everybody remembers where they were, and uh, maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, at any rate, uh, grateful for crushing it, and... Um, Grateful that uh, uh, I, I was able to get so much of that, I don't know, just kind of clutter out of the way, I think. Um, I'm grateful for having a process that allowed me to do 100 episodes, 101 actually, uh, of What's Eating Kale uh, without causing a time crunch on the other aspects of my life. I, I love that I've been able to um, eke this out with my new eagerness over the last year or two of getting up early and getting after it. Uh, and then having this creative itch that I just needed to scratch and I just, I fit it in. I'm like, I'll just get up and do it right away. Um, season two will be like that, but it'll be a little bit different because uh, I'll have segments that will be, I'll be able to spend a little more time on. They might take me a couple of weeks to get together and produce and do all those things. And then um, I just have a whole bunch of them. So I'm excited to be able to do all that. Um, but anyway, I've done this and it hasn't really impacted the other areas of my life very much. Except for when I'm working on something, I'm like, oh, I got to talk about this. <laughs> I got to get this out in the open. Sometimes I have a moment and then I just want to flesh it out in my head. 
And it's nice to not have to do it in the moment. It's nice to just have a moment in my life, a, a part of my day where I do that. Um, journaling had always had been that for me, but it's nice to do this. It really is. Uh, as you know, I can ramble and for my head, that's helpful to get all that stuff out of there. Um, I am grateful that this is going to be a glorious weekend. Now, what am I talking about? It's not just weather. It's the last, uh, man, am I stuffed up right now? I'm going to sneeze. If I, should I let the microphone go if I sneeze? Cause my sneezes are epic. Um, this could, it just, first of all, weather's warming up to be, or looking to be, I shouldn't say warming up because that's kind of a, uh, but it's looking to be a great weekend and it is going to be warm. And, you know, Lisa's already like, oh, it's going to be so warm. We're not going to be warm. Be all like, yeah, I don't mind being outside when it's warm. I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't mind a little sweat. That's okay. That's what they make showers for. Um, but it's going to, it's just, it's the last weekend of the summer. It feels like it's like I don't have just so much crap weighing me down right now. And like, I'm not going to feel all weekend like I got to do all this work. I got to get this done. I got to, I don't have that going on this weekend. I'm just super excited. This is going to be a cool weekend. Uh, hopefully, I'll run into some friends or um, I know we're going out. I think we're doing a couple things this weekend that are, are different for us that we normally don't do. Um, so it, it, I'm just really excited about this weekend. I'm more excited than I've been in a long time for either a holiday weekend or any weekend, really. Um, so I'm grateful for that. This is the meat of the program. This is the part that we call what's eating kale. Uh, things that can found, uh, oops, I did it wrong again. I got I'm getting rid of this. I can tell you that things that interest can found or gnaw at me. Uh, the whole program is going to be what's eating kale, and it's just going to be stuff that's on my mind. And uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, one thing that's been eating at me recently is as I'm starting to look at entertainment news, A, through my embarrassment of not knowing that Paul Rubens had died, and B, because I want entertainment type things to be a little bit more prevalent in season two of what's eating kale. Um, so I'm looking through entertainment news, and I keep seeing that Kevin Costner is getting divorced. <laughs> I don't know why, but every day there's a headline about Kevin Costner and his wife. Uh, and it caused me to be like, well, how many times has Kevin Costner been married? It seems like a lot. Nope. He's married twice for pretty long periods of time. Uh, the last one, the, the wife he's divorcing right now, they've been married for over 18 years. Um, but what it reminds me of is every time you see the headline that they're divorcing, it has something to do with Yellowstone's return and Kevin Costner's return or not return. I think he's going to be in this next season, but then he's done. Um, I think, uh, I don't really know. Um, but at any rate, it just, it, that makes me think of how long it takes to go from one season to the next, especially with these great series on, you know, these networks that, you know, produce every episode of a TV show, like a movie. Um, it takes so long. I lose interest. I already don't care about Yellowstone when it comes on. I'll go back to it and hopefully it'll loop me back in. But sometimes that doesn't happen. Um, Yellowstone is one example. Uh, 1923 is another one, both on the same network, both written by the same guy. Um, but even uh, 1923, I'm starting to lose like, uh, you know, they left it in such a weird way. They built, they took a really long time to build up to this thing. And it never happened. And that was kind of a letdown for me. Um, you know, you kind of wanted it to be like you're at least at the precipice of that moment or um, it's inevitable, but that isn't how they left it. And I just, 
kind of, eh. so I just, I don't know. Outlander was like that. It took forever. Now they had a little bit of an issue with COVID. Um, I think that they would have been shooting during COVID and then that led to, of course, everything taking longer. Uh, but unfortunately when it came back, it just wasn't the same show anymore. Thankfully life isn't like that. Thankfully, like sometimes it feels like life is like that. Like you have to wait so long before the next thing happens. But do you imagine if like things like sports, you had to go like a year, year and a half between seasons. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Players all be old and they like you'd only be able to play a couple of seasons because you'd be out you know, you'd be too old to play after a few seasons. Um but I, I you know, and I don't know enough about making a movie or making a TV series to, to talk about this all that intelligently, but it does seem like there's gotta be a solution. Like if you get picked up, you shoot a season and a half. And you have your hiatus period, and before the one season is over, done being aired, you're starting to shoot the second half of that. I don't know. There's just something there because I just feel like, I don't know, just you're losing. I think that they, you know, they're trying to catch fire in a bottle, right? Like they're trying to catch, is that what I'm looking for? Is that the, they're trying to exploit a good thing. It's like, oh, this is hot. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But it takes so long that it's not hot anymore. A lot of times. Um, I don't know. I think that they need to, for my money, and now there's a writer strike, so I suppose that's going to be even worse. Um, anyway, I just that's that's really bugging me right now. Um, I, I I can't tell you how long I've been looking at headlines saying Yellowstone's return. You go in there, there's no specific date yet for Yellowstone's return. Maybe there is now, but I'm not privy. It's probably already started, for all I know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Uh, the next thing uh, on the what's eating kale list today uh, is change. Uh, we're ending season one today and we'll start season two in just over a week. And, um, I've always had this rule in my life that if change is unwanted and forced on me, that I'll do everything in my power to make that situation better, better than it was before. Um, one example, this, this kind of started when I was uh, living with a girl, we had a cat in an apartment that we weren't supposed to have a cat. The landlord found out we had a cat. We got kicked out. Well, we had two choices, get rid of the cat or move out. So uh, we moved out. And uh, I'm like, I'm not moving into a worse apartment than this. I'm not moving in. I'm not doing a lateral move. I'm, we're moving up. Moving on up. Um, and so we did. And then I bought a condo. And then I, you know, and I just kept uh, kind of making things better. Uh, I'm good at doing this rule in business. I'm good at doing, uh, I'm keeping up with this rule in most aspects of my life, but one area that I'm not uh, good at doing that is my health. Um, it, you know, I've had injuries and all these things, and I've come back from more injuries than most people will ever have in their lifetime, but there came a time when I just couldn't do it anymore. In fact, that episode, that missing episode, is all about my handicap. <clears throat> it's how I got to be in a wheelchair. It's all the things. It's kind of how everything occurred. And um, it... It just uh, it, injuries, illnesses, whatever I've had, you know, there are moments and you're like, I got to do this, but I got to get, I just got to fix this. I got to make sure that I, and then for whatever reason, it's usually because it's so big and it's time consuming and it can't always be the top priority because you have to live life and you have to pay your mortgage and you have to do those things and you let everything else get in front of you. So uh, you're going to notice uh, in season, season two, uh, 
because uh, I'm going to talk about it a lot more. I'm gonna, I'll tell you how I'm going to do that here in a minute. Um, but I am going to have a big priority, and it actually starts that same week. Um, the reason it doesn't start immediately um, is, first of all, there's a lot of preparation into doing what I'm about to do. So what am I going to do? I'm going to be uh, working out every day with at least three intense strength training workouts per week. Um, I'm committing to an 80-20 rule when it comes to food, and that means that 80% of my meals are exactly what they're supposed to be. The high likelihood, and I'm going to be working with some professional people on this, um, the high likelihood is it's going to be 300-calorie meals um, balanced. Five three, five to six 300-calorie meals balanced. And I'll, I'll do that as perfectly as I possibly can with an 80-20 rule so I can go out and have a a, a meal or, or a drink or something like that as well. Um, yeah, if you cut it all out completely, you're just not going to survive. So, um, starting sometime, sometime in September, I'm reuniting with sports performance trainer, Brad Arnett. Uh, Brad will also be part of the program as we go forward, uh, in season two, he'll be on only time to time, but we're going to talk about where I'm at. Um, we'll talk about some general health tips and people who are into fitness. Uh, we get, we get one of the best. Um, he's just absolutely one of the best trainers in the world. Um, and, uh, we will be able to have him on every once in a while. So we can ask him, you know, just general schmo questions and what have you. Um, so that's going to be a priority. Uh, you'll hear it throughout the show, but I mean, it is going to be a hardcore priority for me. Uh, just in full disclosure, um, those things may actually occur before I even do this podcast. Um, in most cases they will. When I see Brad, it won't be because Brad doesn't get up at six o'clock in the morning. Um, he doesn't get up at five o'clock in the morning. He doesn't get up at four o'clock in the morning. Um, usually when I start working out at eight o'clock, Brad's not there yet. <laughs> so, uh, it, it just, it's one of those things. So I a hundred percent willing to work around him and, uh, whenever. So in the days when I'm working with him, it, it probably won't be the first thing I do in the day. Uh, but, um, it will be a priority for me. Um, so there's that, that's going to be a, a part of season two. And then there's a lot more changes for season two. So uh, What's Eating Kale is going to have a lot more features uh, like entertainment. We'll be doing TV, music, and movie reviews, kind of like we have been, but more frequently. They'll be weekly at least. Um, Current and emerging technologies, we're going to talk more about that in in a way that uh, is more uh, not just whenever. It's going to happen regularly. Some topics you're going to notice will go an entire week. Um, just different aspects of the same topic each day. Uh, and uh, we'll do food and drink topics. We'll still be talking to Carol Sumbry uh, on a much regular, a much more regular basis. Uh, then we'll be doing lots of flashbacks, the 80s, 90s, flashbacks to last week. We'll be doing uh, all kinds of different things to um, just things that I enjoy doing, things that I'm interested in. Yes, it's all about me, but I think that they're kind of universal. Um, the health thing for me, probably not as universal, but as a guy in a wheelchair who doesn't want to be in a wheelchair anymore, hopefully it's something that is, I don't know, either inspiring to you or at least interesting to hear how that whole process goes. Um, and whether I succeed or fail, it's, you know, certainly the, all the parts and pieces that go into it have to be somewhat interesting, especially when you're working with a guy like Brad Arnett. Um, super excited to, uh, be able to reunite with him and, um, that, that'll be, it's going to be fun. I think, I think that 
Uh, first of all, the one thing about Brad is when he gets on a microphone or he gets in front of a crowd, he is a consummate pro and he is that trainer. He is, you got to do this and you got to do that. But when you talk to Brad, he is one of the funniest guys. And I, I my goal is to hopefully get him there uh, during some of our interviews. Might not work on, on try number one or try number two, but uh, he is, when he is on fire, he, there is nobody funnier. Uh, he has uh, ruined workouts for me because, because he's uh, made me laugh so hard. Uh, we'll talk about some of those times as, as we get going, but uh, that's what's going on with season two. And uh, I, I can't wait to, to, to get that kicked off. Learning from my mistakes. Perhaps the last time you ever hear this. It's a chance for me to reflect on my mistakes and the mistakes of other people so that I can learn and be a better person. Today I'm uh, reflecting on the, I'll, I'll just say it, I got this. So what does that mean? Uh, I have been on the precipice of complete and utter failure a number of times in my life. And every time I've come out, and as I mentioned before, with the exception of my health, uh, I have come out better than I was prior to the issue. Um, I have narrowly escaped death at least three times and probably a few times I didn't even know that I escaped death. I always think that like you change lanes on a, on a busy freeway. <laughs> You're driving along and this big chaos happens right behind you. And you might have even caused it and it all happens behind you. And you just drive on obliviously and not knowing. But I, I'm just guessing that of the three times that are most prominent in my head, um, there's probably other times that I'm not even remembering that were maybe even closer like, oh, an inch that way, and you would have severed your carotid artery or something. But, um, and I can talk about the death experience, the near death experiences for me, but uh, not for today. Um, I have to realize, though, that the thing that, that I need to learn is that when things look bleak, when everything seems to be going south and feels like, what am I going to do? I have no idea how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know if I'm going to, uh, everything's going to fall apart and this is going to be ugly. Um, I have to remember that I'm going to make it through. I'm 54. I, I've made it through. You know, there's people around me that aren't going to let you fall. They're not going to, you know, I have great support with Lisa. Um, you know, whether it be health, whether it be whatever it is that is the crisis in the moment, I got this. And I got to remember that. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Uh, I can assure you. Um if I could remember this, though, in the moments when everything seems so bleak, maybe it wouldn't consume me because that's a little vicious circle, right? Like, oh, that's all you think about when, when the chips are down. That's all you think about. Oh, this is not going right. This is not. And that consumes you, which keeps you there longer because you're not sitting there going, you know, what's the next thing? How can I? I during the recession, I've told this story before. My favorite business mentor, uh, Jim O'Connor, who uh, is suffering from ALS uh, right now, and uh, God bless Jim. But um, he told me once during the recession, he was kind of my sounding board. He and I would talk a couple times a week at the very least. And I, I called him, and I'm like, dude, I can't. I just, another kick in my stomach today. And, and there was everything from the IRS to just, it was just a brutal onslaught of crap. And one day Jim said, you know, you got to start thinking about making money again and not thinking about all the money you're losing right now. 
And I was like, what? And sure enough, that was, uh, yeah. Because if you start concentrating on that, that's the thing you do. If all I'm concentrating is on the bad stuff, that's the, the stuff that's going to happen. I've made it through some stuff in my life. It's not going to, you know, whatever the bad thing is, I got to remember, uh, this last couple of weeks has been, have been a roller coaster of, oh, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I don't know uh, what this is going to bring. And um, I just got to remember, you know, it's going to be okay. Even if, even if I was given a stage four terminal, you know, health diagnosis, right? I mean, that's at the end of the day, you just handle that too. And I don't know. I just said I, I really have to get better at realizing that no matter how dark something seems in any given moment, I got this. So that's what's eating kale today. That's it for episode number 100. Season two of What's Eating Kale starts Monday, September 11th, 2023. Until then, make it a good one. Don't forget to look for that special episode today.